put down that stronghold and say, hey, it's not me. The Bible says I am blessed. The Bible says he was made poor that I may become rich. The Bible says I am not weak. The Bible says I am the head and not the tail. Go ahead and reign in life. Go ahead and move mountains. Go ahead and jump. Go ahead and win. Go and make lots of progress in life. Why? It's possible. You are listening to a podcast by Senior Pastor of Life Free Church, Prophet Gomezio Shamani. Praise be to God. Today I'll be sharing a message that has given me a very tough time to give it a, to give it a title. I try it. But I'll deliver it the way I'll deliver it. <clears throat> so I'll be, I'll be teaching on what I've entitled The Conflicted Heart. I was going to use another terminology. I was going to say The Confused Heart. <laughs> but I'm going to be sharing on the conflicted heart and uh, one of the things that the Lord has directed even as I'm going to be teaching on this is to help people come out of certain conflictions that they find themselves in certain levels of confusion I'm reminded of a story of where somebody uh, put on this customized t-shirt and this customized t-shirt had a big letter K on, on the front so you know how people are so curious someone asked and said ah, how is it that you're wearing a t-shirt with a big letter K what does the K stand for and the person said um the case stands for confused. And, <laughs> and he was asked, ah, but you don't spell confused with the letter K. And because he kept on insisting, the guy answered, you don't know how confused I am. <laughs> Just to show that there are levels of confusion in people's lives which we may not understand or comprehend. Other people's confusion starts with a K. Others start with a Q. <laughs> Others start with the S, but the S is silent. So regardless of the level of conflict, the level of confusion, today we want to bring out everyone that is in the valley of confusion. And um, I've come to observe from experience and the light of the scriptures that there are a few things that people get confused over. And with regards to confusion, usually when someone is in a confused state, it's a very, so, it's a very dangerous state to be in. 
very and extremely dangerous. Have you noticed, even when dealing with the devil, it first tells you to be sober. It says, be sober and vigilant. For your enemy, the devil, roams around like a rolling lion, seeking whom he may devour. So it simply means in your confused state, conflicted state, you have no power over Satan. Until you come to the realm of being sober. Ask your neighbor, are you sober? Ask your other neighbor, are you sober? Yeah. Hello, my prophetic antennas are on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh? Praise be to God. No. Bless the Lord. Now, the word confusion comes from the Latin word which simply means to mingle together. So when somebody is confused, they are mingling with something. And it's very interesting, even when you look at the word confused, it has the first prefix, which is C-O-N, con. And the word con is to persuade. Then the word, the suffix is fuse. That's to combine. So when somebody gets to a place where they are confused, they are persuaded to partner or join with certain belief systems, thought patterns, etc. They mingle around with thoughts. But the problem is that they are uncertain even towards whatever is right. A very dangerous place to be in. From the scriptures, a confused person or somebody that has a conflicted heart is sometimes called a double-minded person. And in James chapter number 1 and verse 8, the Bible shows us the kind of results a double-minded person experiences. Give it to me in the end, uh, Amplified. One verse eight. <clears throat> For being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, he is what? So a double-minded person is what? Unstable. Number two, he is unreliable and uncertain about everything. He thinks, feels, and decides. Next verse. Let the brother in... Okay, give me the six. Give me the six. Only it must be in faith that he asks with no Hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates and doubts is like a billowing surge 
out of the sea that is blown hither and tossed by the wind. Next verse. For truly, this is talking about the double-minded person. Let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything if he asks from the Lord. A double-minded person is not advantageous over Satan and a double-minded person is not a recipient from the throne of God. He is in his own world. (laughs) He lacks authority or influence over Satan. But he also lacks a receiving hand from the Lord. Uh -uh. So if this is a dangerous place to be in, one of the first things Satan will seek to introduce in your life is confusion. Because you are unstable unreliable other versions say such a person is restless conflicted heart oh my goodness a double minded heart cannot receive you can be in an atmosphere of miracles Here are people who can't walk. Some are having faith. One is believing, knows that God can do it, but yet doubting in his heart that I don't think God will do it. The others will stand up. This other one will not stand up. He cannot manifest miracles. His environment is not conducive. God to move and that's why you need to check your life are you confused in any arena are you conflicted because that place is not a place to dwell in it's a dangerous place to be at And it starts from those simple decisions. Should it, should I go for him or him? Confused. I don't know. I like them both. No, no, no. You don't like them both. You are confused. And you need to see that as an attack in your life not as a blessing to choose who you can choose. Praise be to God. Now, with regards to confusion, I want to clearly make things clear. Give me any, uh, just give me NKJV and First uh, Corinthians 14, verse 33. As we go further, I just want to make things clear. So that you can think, hmm, this confusion, why is it coming to me? First Corinthians 
1433 how do you take us to david took more wives <laughs> he posted the confused scripture for god read it with me for god is not the author of what confusion but of peace if you have confusion you know who's in your neighborhood and is not god he, i just needed to make this very clear to make sure my god is not blamed for god is not the author of confusion but of peace as in all the churches of the saints he does not introduce confusion yet he brings peace and order so who then authors confusion shout it did someone say me <laughs> both answers are correct satan authors confusion and people sitting on black and white chairs can also author confusion you can be a source in genesis chapter number 3 the bible tells us of how satan was very cunning and you will understand that adam and eve believed and knew that they were supposed to take care of the garden and they should not eat from the garden or from the fruit or the tree that was forbidden they knew that but i want you to notice something satan introduced confusion through eve and remember i said confusion has two words it has got confuse has two words it has got con which means to persuade or to or to deceive that's why when you call a con man they say oh you no boss <laughs> or they deceive so then there is a mixture that's fuse so before there is a mixture a mixture does not mean it's something well a mixture could mean there is a compromise so for satan to introduce a compromise he had to introduce it through deception so he deceived eve and brought confusion to her life eve received confusion and shared confusion to her husband and when they were all confused they decided to hide in confusion as confused people when god asked why did you run away and they said i heard you walking confused why there was a deception that initiated compromise so confusion can be sourced from satan amen and amen second timothy chapter number 1 and verse 7 expresses the will of god and it's very clear and it says he has not given us the spirit of fear 
but of power and of love and of sound mind. So God sent his spirit to give us love, to empower us, and to ensure we have sound mind, to ensure that there is no confusion, to ensure that we do not have a conflicted heart. Eve had a conflicted heart. What was the confliction? Satan told her, you will not die when you take of this, but you will be like God. So for her, she said, okay, God told me not to die, that not to eat this, so I may not eat it, but Satan is telling me if I eat it, I'll actually be like him. So, maybe, you know, she's battling within thoughts until she chooses something that is not sound. That's dangerous. On the other hand, Saul is taught to go for battle. And he said, and he's taught when you go for battle, make sure you destroy everything. Everything, the people, the food, the crops, everything destroy. But after Saul destroys the people and everything else, he notices that there are certain crops, animals, which look nice. And he now begins to introduce confusion in his mind. What does he say? Let me not destroy these, but let me take them back to our camp so that I can offer a sacrifice to the Lord. It sounds good. So that in Gapas a tithe. It's like saying, let me go and steal from the bank. And then we'll give tithe for the whole year. Because God works in mysterious ways. Your confusion is mysterious. Praise be to God. So I'm just trying to show you that confusion is not introduced by God. At least the only place I have seen God introduce confusion is in our on our enemies. And when he introduces them, it, he's just trying to show them that they are already confused people, but just enhances it. He says, you you are trying to fight my nation. You are confused. Anyway, receive it, double portion. That's when he introduces confusion. Now, when a person has a conflicted heart, I'll dwell more and speak more on a conflicted heart. When a person has a conflicted heart, usually they have strange questions. They can be a believer. Go on the mountain, pray and fast. What are you fasting for? You're fasting that God increases you in grace. 40 days, 40 nights. You are there praying and groaning, fasting, praying, praying, praying. Then on the 49th day, or rather on the 39th day, you think to yourself, ah, all these days, what has happened is that 
you started out well but a thought that you allowed in your mind brought confliction dear lord i'm asking for a miracle ah what can god give me a miracle dear lord i pray for a breakthrough ah, then you think to yourself ah, doesn't god just choose the kind of people that he he answers that just shows that you have a conflicted heart there are times where people will ask so many questions in jeremiah it was asked is there no balm in gilead gideon once asked where are the miracles of our fathers yeah showing you that it's even people who had a foretaste of certain things can get confused and conflicted he's saying where are the miracles gideon they are telling you you mighty man of war he says no no me i'm small i'm the smallest he's conflicted that's why for gideon even to receive the call do you know how long it took gideon to test god he would tell the lord lord sorry i don't need to offend you but if it is you i want you to do this to this fleece if it is you i want he tested god i don't know how many times i'm sorry i know you've done it but please don't get upset dear lord conflicted in his heart and i've come to understand that sometimes for you to clear confusion or conflicts within your heart number 1 you need to diffuse that's the first point because remember there is a fusing that took place so the first thing you need to do is to diffuse whatever was compromised or whatsoever may have been combined with you in judges chapter number 6 and verse 25 the first thing after gideon accepts the call from the lord listen to this now it came to pass the same night the lord said to him take your father's bull the second bull of 7 years old and tear down the altar of baal that your father has and cut down the wooden image that is beside it the first thing god taught gideon is destroy the altar of your father that order is bringing confusion <laughs> the first thing is destroy the order of your father because after you diffuse god comes in to infuse but before he infuses he wants you to diffuse the bible says come out from among them and be separated 
That's a level of deliverance altogether. Separating from anything that may compromise you. Next verse. And build an altar to the Lord, your God, on top of this rock, in the proper arrangement. Take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice, the wood of the image that you shall cut down. So he says, cut down, destroy the altar of Baal. But don't just destroy. Build an altar of the Lord. Diffuse. Then allow me to infuse. Second, uh, next verse. So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord said to him. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it by day, he did it by night. He used wisdom. Yes, next verse. When the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the altar of Baal torn down and the wooden image that was beside it was cut down. And the second bull was being offered on the altar which he had built. So he cut and built. What are you destroying and building? You need to understand by default, when you destroy something, you build something. When you destroy the order of God in your life, there is something you are building. When you destroy the order of bow or any level of idolatry, you need to build that is which is of God. That's why when the people of Israel were able to erect an order for God, when they saw Moses went to the mountain, he's not coming back, what did they do? They erected a golden calf. Because people are wired to worship. By default, you are a worshiper. Just matters who you worship. Amen and amen. Next verse. So they said to one another, Who has done this thing? I just want, uh, I just want to read this other part because it's so exciting. They said to one another, who has done this thing? This is the person who had destroyed the altar. And when they had inquired, they asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Verse 30. Then the men of the city said to Joash, bring your son that he may die. Because he has torn down the altar of Baal. Because he has cut down the wooden image that was beside it. Uh-huh. But Joash said to all who stood against him, would you plead for Baal? Would you save him? Let the one who would plead for him be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him plead for himself. Give me an IV. <laughs> an IV. But George replied to the hostile crowd around him, Are you going to plead for Baal's cause? Are you trying to save Baal? I, whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal is really a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks his order. 
showing us that some, some things that we erect in our life are useless, yet we give value to them. They are so useless that they cannot defend you. They are so useless that they cannot preserve you. They are so useless that they cannot increase you. They cannot shift you. But just make you confused. What are you erecting in your life as an author? Some it's alcohol. It can't save you. Cigarettes can't save you. In fact, they warn you before they give it to you. That, I'm sorry, this one is harmful for your health. And after it kills you, consulate will not bury you. But if you can erect the altar of God, the Bible says he is able to restore the wounds of man. He's able to build. He's able to preserve you. I am the Lord that he leth thee. I am the Lord your healer. You sent your word and healed my disease. I am the Lord, your healer. So I was just giving you a formula. If you want to deal with a conflicted heart, make sure you diffuse, you break down what is bringing confusion. Identify those things. Then introduce a life-changing source that will bring peace and order to your life. That's simple as that. But today, in the context of confusion and a conflicted heart, the Lord taught me to come and teach something specifically that brings confusion in many lives, including believers. And the reason why it brings confusion is simply because they are uncertain or they are simply because they are unable to discern or distinguish what is what or what. And today the Lord told me, go and teach on the difference between having patience and being delayed. Because they look the same. Go and teach the difference between hupumone and okneo. Patience and delay. Because one of the things many people have experienced is that They have been believing for so many things. And yeah, they've believed for things, but mm, those things have not yet happened. But in that moment, the confusion comes in when they think to themselves, ha, maybe I just require to be patient. 
Maybe I just require to be patient. I mean, after all, the Bible says, ah, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. So maybe let me just be patient. 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 Yeah, when you're waiting on God, it's called patience. When you're being delayed, you are a patient. You need help. You need a remedy. Spiritual medication. So do you have patience or are you a patient? Ask your neighbor that. Do a patient or more than a patience? Or Zinayakoni patience? Because delay and patience look each each like twins. Now the problem with that is that somebody becomes conflicted because they feel maybe they have patience. Then they're noticing, mm. but ya kokola na indirila June six zone. I've been patient. My prophet has declared, I don't know how many years I've been patient. Then you think that. Mm. Next month, and then now you begin to think to yourself, could this be the enemy from my father's house? So what happens is that the way you were praying and the way you were positioned in patience changes. Because in your patience you say, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that it is done. But when it's delay, what will happen is that you will start saying things like Gideon. Where are the miracles of our forefathers? What spirit is fighting my life? Why are these calamities happening to me? Why has Satan decided to pick my destiny? After you say that, then suddenly you, later on you just say, ah, but you know what? Maybe I'm just not being patient enough. No, Father, I'm sorry I said that. There's no demon that is fighting me. I'll wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I trust in your goodness. Uh-huh. Very patient. Then afterwards, you see aura, BLB, not Yachinja. Evil arrows go back to the center. Evil arrows go back to the center. Your confusion is on the order of prayer. Lord, what seed should I give to break? This poverty in my life. Or maybe I'm just not being patient. Hey, when you look at your life, do you need hupumone? Or rather, are you do you need patience? Or you need to deal with delay? Think about it. 
Look at certain areas of your life. Is it that you just need patience or you need to deal with delay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So today I'm going to explain to you at least two or three differences. And then we will pray. Then don't worry how others will pray. Because some of you will be praying for patience. When you hear, ah! <laughs> Enough is enough! Don't worry. <laughs> Your case is different. <laughs> Your case is different. pupit. I carry my own. I carry my own. Don't worry. Your case is what? Different. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Others will combine. <laughs> Father, give me patience, but <laughs> others will say, Father, may I have patience, but I don't want the KJV. KJV version says long suffering. I have suffered for long. I don't want long suffering. Hallelujah. <clears throat> what is the difference? <laughs> now you see. These are things of the spirit and things that need to be identified by the spirit. So sometimes it's not the easiest to identify them just by mere observation. You need your eyes of your spirit to be open. You need a voice of clarity in your life. So the difference between patience, the first difference, is that in patience you have to wait. But in delay, you have a weight. Can I repeat that? In patience, you have to wait. You're waiting. You're in the posture of expectation. You're waiting. But in delay, you have a weight. You have a burden, a lot on you. It's a weight. So if you're trying to tell the difference between patience and delay, see how you're feeding. Is it feeding like a heavy load? Is it heavy? How heavy is it? Is this a load? You see, you know, and with regards to weights, I'll tell you how weights work. Uh, uh, Hebrews chapter number 12 in verse 1. This is how weights work. <clears throat> Therefore, since we are so surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin, which does what? Which so easily ensnares us. So a weight ensnares you. It will make you make wrong decisions. It will make you run away from God. But notice what it goes on to say. It says, but let us run 
with endurance, that's patience. The rest that is set before us. So, with patience, you run the race. With a weight, you are not running. You are trapped. <laughs> With patience, you are running the race. But there is endurance. With a weight, that one, you are just trapped. Next verse. Then it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter or the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He was patient on the cross. He endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He says, looking unto Jesus, when you know you are having godly patience, your eyes are still on Jesus. Then you know you are having godly patience. Delay will make you find a way to look for a lot of options. Because it's a burden. You'll be like, I'll ask for forgiveness. Because the Lord forgives, is merciful and gracious. Someone once came to me and said, no. I went to the witch doctor. I'm sorry, pastor. Forgive me. I said, don't ask for from forgiveness from me. Then she said, uh, <clears throat> I just want to let you know when I went to the witch doctor, the witch doctor started removing metals from my body. I said, oh. <laughs> And she said, no. Uh, he said he didn't finish. So I wanted to ask you to, to finish up removing the metals. <laughs> said, oh. And I just said, unfortunately, I was not caught to remove metals. And uh, whatever metals were removed, I don't know. If you were eating metals whatsoever. I've got no business about it. Okay, Pastor, okay, just pray for me and um, is it okay if I send the balance that I owe to the witch doctors to you? I said, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? Imagine. I wanted to say forward to Joanna. <laughs> Give her. <laughs> But I said, no, 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 no. Give Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And give God what belongs to God. So she found herself in a very difficult situation. Such that uh, even after a warning, I had to escalate the whole issue. I had to tell my pastor. And I said, I said pastor, I'm able to deal with this problem. But I feel if you deal with it, you will deal with it with a with a uh, a good a no bias approach. So I took her to my pastor. Yeah, and she never wants to meet my pastor again. 
and he says why are you so foolish that you do such things <laughs> we delivered her and from that time she's never gone to a witch doctor again now sometimes delay will tempt you to make hasty decisions say wait because you just want the lord off you you are able to just make a hasty decision just a quick one because you feel like ah no i feel like i'm delayed in this this and that let me just make a hasty decision and that's where many people find themselves in 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 big challenges the second difference or maybe let me not even go to the second difference yeah yeah the second difference is with regards to patience patience is the doing of the lord in your life delay is not the doing of the lord in your life hello The Bible tells us those who have encountered patience are usually empowered with different things altogether. The Bible says to your faith add knowledge, to this add patience. So patience is a very important ingredient to your life. It builds stamina, it builds strength, it builds capacity. It just helps you trust in the Lord. For so many things it helps you trust and acknowledge and even declare that God is surely faithful i waited and finally wow by the time you are patient and you get your result you are grateful to the lord for his goodness so patience is the doing of the lord but delay is not the doing of the lord hello um that simply means if i'm saying delay is not the doing of the lord then i'm trying to say god does not delay <laughs> tell your neighbor god does not delay and i know for some of you it will not sit well with you because you are so sure that god delays to the extent that you've now started calling the timing of god divine delay <laughs> His own timing he according it divine delay. Ha. I don't subscribe to that doctrine. It's not even a doctrine. It's a thought pattern. No, but in the Bible it shows us that God sometimes would delay so that ha. Ah, he says I make everything beautiful in its time. The Bible says to God one day is like a thousand and a thousand is like one day. So when God manifests and expresses himself in his time, that's the time. He doesn't delay. In John chapter number 11 verse 3. <clears throat> the Bible tells us of a time where Jesus was told Mr. Lazi, Lazarus, Mbewe. 
was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love needs a wife. Oh, he's, he's sick. He who you love is sick. And Jesus received the message. Next verse. When Jesus heard that, what did he say? He said, this sickness is not unto death. In short, he's saying this sickness will not end in death. But for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. He's already declared. He knows that. But guess what happens? They are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Jesus only goes there four days later. And Martha asks Jesus and tells Jesus, "Ah, Jesus, if only you had come earlier. You see, this is divine delay. No. Jesus came at the right time because he knew that the coming of him to Lazarus should bring glory to God. If Jesus had gone that same moment that he was sick, it can also bring glory to the medicine Lazarus was taking. So the right time is where no one has glory. No one can declare. So he goes four days where no one can say, away, you are just acting. This is a staged miracle. Yeah? You just made him sleep. Shan, shani. He goes four days when Lazarus is smelling. But because he said this sickness will not end in death, if Lazarus dies, then it's not the end. So Jesus goes there days later and Martha is complaining if you only came earlier. But guess what she also says? She also says, but I know you can do anything. Conflicted. She is being taught. The other one is being taught. Don't worry. He will rise up. And she says, I know he will rise on the resurrection. Ah, Mary, Martha, if only you knew that I am the resurrection. The resurrection is is a person. His name is Jesus. So Jesus goes at the right time. And Lazarus comes back to life. Habakkuk chapter number 2 and verse 3. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Listen. For the vision is yet for what? An appointed time. But at the end, it will speak. Now, this is the vision that Habakkuk receives. And the Bible says, it's for what? An appointed time. So the appointed time is the right time. 
this the kairos is the right time the appointed time is the right time now listen to this <clears throat> here's where there's a very somehow confusing statement but at the end it will speak and it would not lie listen to this though it tarries wait for it for wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry ah uh-uh. maybe i've not read properly <clears throat> though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry mm. it tarries though it tarries it will not tarry just tend to your neighbor and say though it tarries it will not tarry yeah but confusion about manje though it tarries this is the vision it but remember it's it's set for an appointed time that's what you need to take note of though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry hey tarry they go jova karimi de go de go de go now i want to show you something this one though it tarries is yours meaning that's how we are seeing it <laughs> you are seeing delay but god has told you it's for an appointed time though it tarries is your eyes the way you are seeing it in your eyes it's delay but god says it will not tarry it will come at the appointed time my god does not delay oh there is no divine delay it's divine timing amen and amen so do you know what my do you know what my conclusion is patience is not denial delay is denial <laughs> because delay is not initiated by god if it's initiated by satan that delay is to make you to be denied yes that's what the voice speaks if delay has been initiated by satan it's for you to be denied the only way it does not become denial is when you break through if you don't break through it's denial <laughs> glory to god if you tell yourself naleka school mu grade 9 what have you done you've denied yourself an opportunity to complete school so how will you say delay is not denied you've denied yourself do you know when you will say it is not denial after you say i'm getting back my books i'm starting grade 9 again grade 10 11 12 then that delay has been denied until you deny delay delay is not denied 
it's a stumbling block so that the reason i'm saying this is so that you don't interchange patience and delay they're not interchangeable they're not synonymous they're different when you're patient you have not been denied no they have not been denied you're just waiting because whatever is coming will not tarry glory to god so delay can be sponsored by you and it can be sponsored by satan the bible tells us in first thessalonians chapter number 2 and verse 18 <coughs> even paul declared how satan hindered them look at he said therefore we wanted to come to you he's talking about the church at thessalonica we wanted to come to you even i paul time and again but what satan hindered us we wanted to come meaning we didn't go <laughs> yeah. we wanted to come meaning we didn't go and then he was saying time and again we want pa 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 but he says satan hindered us <laughs> so what shall you do that's why if you notice paul in almost all his letters he's saying pray for me first of all he will pray for the people i pray that you may uh, uh, have your eyes open the enlightenment and this this he will pray for people but he says don't forget to pray for me he says don't forget to pray for me wage war wage war like a pathras who is a soldier in the army of the lord what does that simply mean it simply means when you are dealing with delay this is something that you and i should rise up to address that's why the bible says be sober and vigilant because your enemy is like a lion seeking whom he may devour So when you are sober and you are able to tell that mm, this is delay what are you going to do you are going to practice James chapter number 4 which tells you resist the devil and he shall flee from you That's when that stumbling block will leave But if you are not sober and are conflicted you will be unable to tell that what i'm going through is delay or what i'm going through is not or is 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 not delay or it's, it just requires me to have patience if you want to see delay in families the lowest level to see delay in families is notice patterns also it's important to ask your family of the life of your grandfather the life of your great grandfather ask for patterns then you will know at least that's the lowest level if you can't discern 
observe patterns because patterns are showing you something how is it that your mother has got seven sisters all of them are not married then if one marries the marriage will last for 3 years then you know that you are dealing with something that doesn't need patience but karakata katakata i'm telling you there are certain things you shouldn't be patient about <laughs> some things need to be addressed i noticed certain patterns in my family and i said aha this one i'm going to make sure this one does not require patience this one requires me to rebuke destroy eliminate and i did that i'm telling you those things that have been introduced by delay in your life fight them now preserve your gener- your next generation from certain battles i'll tell you this there are battles that joy will never fight i fought them she will never fight them she will just be happy hey joy joy hey hey you know enjoying meanwhile the father was fighting witchcraft was fighting this was fighting that and for her we expect things to even be more smooth not our way he say the way my father was even him uh maybe money finished for school fees so if it happens to me i understand these things are just family affairs no i went, i once had i once had someone get encouraged the father was telling them you are about to marry what do you have ah me i don't have anything don't worry in a penance kwatira mai wako na nzeli na single bed kama dress chape and then you get encouraged ah I'm encouraged Ebenezer Ebenezer no 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 that is the pattern of your father why should you take it up why why in your in your father's generation those those no amashawama that we are eating how will you manage a single bed eh I'm lying prostrate. <laughs> Lift me up. Saints of God. Above all We need the eyes of the spirit to warn us of certain things. Do you know there are times the Holy Ghost would warn me 
can you do this and that because you are delaying yourself I've shared with you quite a number of times where the Holy Spirit warned me to prepare first for my marriage he sent he sent me a terrifying vision he said first yamba in fact before even i started with my marital preparations he told me start saving now after i saved he told me buy speakers <laughs> conflicted hearts <laughs> is it for lobola is it for speakers huh? And I remember that day when I went to buy speakers. The one who followed me was Deacon Wamana. Didn't put anything, but it's okay. <laughs> Just no problem, Pastor. Who carry? Who carry? Carry the speakers. This is my logo, la money. Don't feel how I'm feeling. I said, but anyway, God is faithful. <laughs> so, Deacon Wamana, if you've not yet bought a keyboard, <laughs> Jesus is Lord. <laughs> It might mean ya ko ko what? Eh? Yeah. Number three, and the last one. Let's read Hebrews six and verse twelve. All right, we have at least enough time to pray. Hebrews six and verse twelve. that you do not become sluggish but imitate those through faith and what patience inherit the promise have you noticed that there is a level of promises that you inherit not just by faith it also requires you to have patience amen and amen there is a level of faith that will require you to have faith, uh, patience so patience you're trying to know your, your differences patience is towards the promise delay is away from the promise patience you are even able to see the finish line <laughs> that's why it says run the race for the race, for the what is set before you are able to see the finish line at least that eh? this is how it ends delay hmm. you know nothing you do nothing you say nothing you just are in a conflicted place now guys we now need to get to reality what are you experiencing in life are you being delayed or do you just need to have patience Do you need to wait or are you having a wait? Are you a patient or do you have patience? Begin to analyze what you are going through. How is it affecting your walk with God? Are your eyes still focused on Jesus or they are drifting away? What is the conviction the Holy Ghost is giving you over that matter? could be education 
what is the conviction is it that doors have just been shut for for you that you don't ex- excel in life or is it that you just need patience and you see the issue sometimes is delay and especially when it's spiritual satan has a way to love to shut almost all the doors this area this area this area closed 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 and you're like mm. such that when you are trying to express explain you say nothing is working from nowhere you are in business and then money just mysteriously starts going missing and you think no i just need to be patient there are certain signs that are very clear that you are being burdened that there is a weight when you wake up you know there are people who are patient even though they don't have anything when they wake up they still feel light they still feel oh god you are faithful you've made me see the sun you've made me see the moon you've made me see this day oh my goodness you are wonderful but there are others just waking up is a drag there's a spirit of heaviness and that was actually the, the, the bonus a man of patience the spirit of victory rests on him a man of delay the spirit of heaviness rests on him that's why when jesus ran the race patiently he emerged the victor on the cross the spirit of heaviness will suppress As you are telling and learning how to differentiate these things perhaps another time I'm going to give or explain on a conflicted heart on something else that looks similar to believers that looks maybe like patience and delay and they are failing to distinguish and we need to help them in that in Luke chapter number 18 and verse 1 Jesus spoke a parable to them that men ought to pray and not lose heart. Next verse. Saying there was a certain city judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Yeah. Now there was a widow in that city and she came saying get justice for me from my adversary. and he would not for a while do you know what that means it means man also has the capacity to delay you for a while she was not getting her justice she would go i want justice i want justice 
can say i don't regard god i don't regard man she will go on justice i want justice she's been delayed she's been delayed she's been delayed oh my goodness she knows she knows but she kept going back kept hitting kept hitting the case i want my case to be settled i want my case to be settled until the judge said fine ha go your case has been granted and that's how jesus said this is how men ought to pray and not lose heart if there is a demon or if there is a force you must fight heavily in this life it's your delay you must fight it with serious persistence and say no 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 i have to this one has to change it can't remain saints of god every time I, i i don't know this is not necessarily something doctrinal but every time i have seen the spirit of delay in a vision it has a concrete hand every time i see it in a vision it has a concrete hand and it would hold on to something with a firm grip like this ha and the lord was tell me son duck in break destroy and the lord is telling me to do that and you expect me to say separate chose ko kwanja iwe ha he told me to break how do you break by saying iwe Listen when you are addressing things I'll tell you this you need to learn you need to learn the difference between praying unto the Lord and addressing a challenge Amen The Bible says you shall say to this mountain be thou art removed Have you noticed it told you to be vocal concerning your mountain Why? Because when you are vocal, you can utter things that your situation will hear. But I'll tell you this. The difference between God and your situation is that God can hear the prayer of your heart, not your situation. So when they're telling you address something, be like this. You'll see. address and then you it's like in your heart you are even praying but listen i can't hear you satan can't hear you the angel can't hear you the situation cannot hear you some of you have had dogs trouble in you to my puppies when you want a dog to go what do you do do you say spike do you say in your heart imagine i'm saying spike go what do you say you say iwe 
works. Listen. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know why dogs understand the word out? It's because it was vocalized. It was spoken. You speak it. That's why they understand out. So there are dogs now. You just check out. Check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Do you know why dogs understand the word swa? It's because you spoke it. I imagine swa, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> While you are doing this, you are saying swa, you will be shocked that your dog's tail will be wiggling. Because it's not understanding. Maybe it's expecting you to bring a biscuit or something. But meanwhile, we are saying swa. The woman, when she wanted her answer from the king, she went back to the king. She did not stay where she was and say, ah, we leave everything to do it. But you go back and say, king, I want my result. I want my result. You go. He doesn't give you, king, I want it. You need to be vocal. He won't you need to give him pressure. Listen. You want Pharaoh to let go of you. The first time, tell him, Pharaoh, let my people go. He doesn't listen. You say, wait, I'm coming. I'm getting my stuff. It turns into a snake. Pharaoh, let my people go. Hey, my goodness. Okay, he doesn't want to listen. Next. I will turn the water into blood. Pharaoh, let my people go. He'll be like, mm, Are you sure I should let my people go? Ah, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. I say, Wait, I still have more. I still have more. Moses goes back again. Pharaoh, let my people go. This time we are sending mosquitoes and flies to terrorize you. Every time he would announce, let my people go. This time there will be darkness. This time there will be this. This time there will be that. And he tells him the last one and says, anyway, Pharaoh, I need you to know, God is saying Israel is like my firstborn. And because you've touched my firstborn, I'm touching your firstborn. Ah, You can threaten me. He can threaten me. Okay. Finally, when the angel of death arise, arrives, he destroys all of Pharaoh's children or firstborns, all of Israel or Egypt's children. Why? Because someone had to persistently. Listen, sometimes Pharaoh, Pharaoh is stubborn. He doesn't want to let go. He's got mosquitoes. His animals are dying. Safuna. He's not moved. It's like sometimes the enemy wants a personal agenda with you. Others even, eh? have you ever heard of certain spirits? They say, she's my wife. How can a demon start calling you? She's my wife. He's my husband. What nonsense is that? Praise be to God. 
they are clear signs very clear signs some of them are very clear you're having intercourse in the dream every day and they say oh be patient these things will stop no problems don't stop problems are stopped you stop them hallelujah let's rise to our feet Bela sabrahandesh